Hello, and welcome to Backdoor Cover. What's good? Hey, it's Micah. I'm uh, recording solo again. No Brad. Brad's still on baby duty. Uh, Sweet Claire is uh, like three weeks old now, something like that. She's getting ready for her uh, her fourth Red Zone session, though. So um, we'll be bringing Brad back shortly. I haven't even been reaching out. I'm just letting the man cook, you know, so to speak. I know he's not doing any cooking at home, but, you know, changing diapers, doing the things that need to be done that I'm not doing because I don't have a child at home. Uh, I'm recording live from Yorktown Heights, New York in Westchester County, just north of the city. Uh, we will be going into New York today. If anybody uh, wants to come say hi in the new in the, the tri-state area as we record this December 22nd, you can come say hi to me tonight at Smith and Walensky. The legendary Smith and Walensky. And, uh, you know, nobody's going to do that. But I'm just being, I'm being totally uh, self-righteous here. Anyway, regardless, we are late talking sports. Uh, it's been a busy week for me, and I apologize. Um, it was an amazing weekend at pro football. There was a lot to recap, and it's already Thursday, so we need to be looking forward to this week's games. But quickly, I'll talk about last week. The biggest margin of victory in the NFL last week was 11 points. It would there there was some just bananas games starting on Saturday with the Kirk Cousins 33 to nothing uh, first half deficit and the the Minnesota Vikings coming all the way back to win that game against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, it was fantasy, you know, major fantasy implications for myself included. I had Kirk Cousins in both of my leagues. Uh, halftime did not look good. Came back, looked pretty good, though. So happy about that. Uh, although I did lose one of my two leagues. Not that anyone gives a shit. Um, there was also the Patriots game uh, where the Patriots lose to the Raiders in a game that they really needed in perhaps the dumbest ending in the history of football. I've never seen anything like it. Nobody ever has. Uh, the lateral. If you watch that back, the funniest thing about it to me is uh, the guy from New England throws the, the ball and it gets intercepted, essentially caught down the field by uh, Chandler Jones. And just a reminder, Chandler Jones, in addition to being a, a multi-time pro bowler and an all pro and a multi-multi-multi-millionaire, um, he's also the brother of UFC, perhaps GOAT, one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time, John Jones. Also, John Jones is also a terrible person, so that needs to be said all the time as well. But Chandler Jones is the bigger, stronger, badder brother of John Jones, perhaps the baddest man to ever step foot in the octagon. And he makes that catch, and he sees poor Mac Jones. And it's just lights out, fam. And he barreled his way to the end zone. Uh, just a, a hilarious Hilarious ending to it, basically to the Patriots' season. I mean, that's they needed that game. Um, anyway, before we look ahead uh, to this week's action, I mean, the Cowboys also laid an egg. I know the people are here to listen to me talk about the Cowboys. A pathetic, pathetic loss. Um, even if they could have won the game, it would have been a pathetic performance. I, uh, I stand by what I said last week was that the Cowboys should fire Mike McCarthy today, let Dan Quinn coach this team into the playoffs, give them a little juice, get the team fired up, get them excited, because obviously they have now shown up extremely flat two weeks in a row. Um, and now a, a game that is basically meaningless has, 
one that has been on the schedule for months, the Cowboys and Eagles on Christmas Eve, which should have been the game of the year in pro football, is now essentially meaningless because the Cowboys are three games behind. And uh, the other big news today is uh, Jalen Hurts is out. Gardner Minshew will start at quarterback against the Cowboys. Um, Hurts suffered a sprained right uh, shoulder in Sunday's loss. Did they lose to the Bears? They didn't lose. They beat the Bears. Um, Sunday's game against the Bears. Am I reading this wrong? Yeah. They, they came back and won the game. Um, the AP got this got this story wrong. Sorry. I'm reading from... Actually, it's ESPN. Uh, so it says Hurts suffered a sprained right shoulder in Sunday's loss to the Chicago Bears uh, when he was driven to the ground by defensive lineman Travis Gibson. Uh, but obviously, they won the game. They're 13-1. and They haven't lost. They need only one more game, one more win to clinch the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Hurts has been pretty excellent this year. I, it'll be interesting to see. I think that if he would have played this week and had a huge game and a spotlight moment against the Cowboys... Uh, He could have really put a bow on the MVP case. He still may win it, but we'll see how long he's out for. Uh, Looking ahead to the rest of the week, and and actually we'll quickly look at some other headlines. Um, The big one to me is, uh, well, there's analysis of the commander's charity raises questions. It doesn't raise any questions to me. This is a totally corrupt organization being run by scumbags. I'm sure there's many questions to be asked. I'll, I'm not even going to read the story because it's unnecessary. Uh, the season is likely over for uh, Ryan Tannehill, the starter for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, expect to see the uh, the rookie from Liberty playing. Um, the Colts, for some reason, are going to Nick Foles now as their season is over, which just doesn't make any sense. When they were 3-3-1 and and right in the hunt and they fired their coach, they decided to go – well, I guess they fired him the next week, but they decided to go – with uh, the the young guy from Texas whose name now escapes me, who, I, which is shocking because he's been such a big part of my life for the last five or six or seven years because he played at Westlake, uh, the the big kid. Anyway, they went to him and said the season's on him. He proceeded to lose the next two games, get the coach fired, all that stuff. Then they went back to Matt Ryan, and now that the season is over, they're going to Nick Foles, also a Westlake quarterback, which is just inexplicable. They should, they've done this backwards. They should have gone to Nick Foles in week six or seven or whatever. And then when the season's over, that's when you go uh, to the young guy. Um, people are screaming at their, uh, at their radios right now. Sam Ellinger, of course. Anyway, uh, so that's news. And then the other headline, the NFL Sunday ticket is headed to YouTube in 2023, which is interesting. Um, financially, the deal never makes sense. I've read quite a bit of money on it. It's it, or quite a bit of writing about the business end of this transaction and the package in general. DirecTV's lost money on, on the package for years, but they felt like they needed to keep it. Now it's gone. Now YouTube has gone from, I think it was $1.5 billion a year to now $2.5 billion is what the NFL at least was trying to get no word as to what the final financials are on that. Uh, that being said, it's really hard to believe that YouTube would make money on the deal because the uh, package traditionally has had 2 million subscribers. And at 2 million subscribers, they would have to get like $850 per subscriber to make the it work. 
I'm sure they're thinking they're going to double the, the subscriber base. I, I would think that they would. I would think you could get to four or five million instead of just two because you're not um, required to have uh, the DirecTV box. I know that, that the price point is still going to be, they're not just like dropping the price point very low. It's still like required to be somewhere around three or 400 bucks a year. So, I mean, I don't think it's something that the average fan is going to be interested in. Um, but it, I've got to think that that opens it up to a lot more people than just those with satellite uh, dishes on top of their roof. Uh, interesting. I'm sure they're working to get this to going in all of the bars. It is kind of annoying uh, as somebody who watched the Thursday night football game a couple weeks ago out in public. Uh, most of the bars didn't have it. The bar that did have it was on at least a 10 second delay because I was getting fantasy notifications uh, before I was seeing plays on television, which is annoying. Uh, I'm sh- the NFL is a multi, 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 multi billion dollar conglomerate. They should be able to fix this. They also should be able to have better technology than two old dudes carrying yard markers with chains. But that's what they have as well. So uh, hard, hard to bet on it either way. Anyway, so there's the there's the news. Let's talk about week. Let's see, week 16 in the NFL. And a reminder now that there are 17 games, there are 18 weeks in the NFL season. Games kick off tonight. Jacksonville at New York. I will say I I have been in New York uh, for two weekends during the football season. Weekend, week one, and then another one about halfway through. Uh, Both New York teams lost both weeks I was here. So if you want to play the Micah effect... Uh, the Jets, who desperately need this game tonight against Jacksonville on a Thursday night, uh, you could you could fade me uh, being in the state of New York. I, I do like gambling legally here. I will say that. I've, I've downloaded DraftKings. Um, it's easy. It, it's way too easy, really. It's just linked to my Venmo account, which is scary. Um, but uh, there's money in it, and I generally bet on the New York teams while I'm here, and then they lose. So... I don't, I don't have a line on this, but I will, uh, we can get this. But actually a fairly interesting game tonight. Um, the, the Jags go to the Jets this game. The Jags are currently a two and a half point dog over under only 37, which is pretty low. Um, Jets need this one pretty badly. Uh, they come into the game tonight at seven and seven. Still sort of in the playoff hunt, but desperately, desperately need the win this evening against a Jacksonville team that's been hot and should never have won last week. But Jacksonville is 6-8 and eight and still has a window to get to the playoffs themselves. So actually a meaningful matchup between Jacksonville and the Jets. Yuck. But so Thursday night, that's something. Here's the, the wrinkle this week. The games are sat- The majority of the games are Saturday, although there are three games on Sunday. Red Zone comes to you Saturday, as I saw Chris Hansen say this week. It may be the first time in the history of NFL Red Zone that they come to you twice in a single week. Um, For whatever reason, take that for what it is. Um, Shouts to Claire, who will get to watch Red Zone again. Uh, Saturday, December 24th, that's Christmas Eve. We've got the noon, well, the 1 o'clock Eastern window and the the 3 o'clock window. Uh, as well as a late game. We'll run through these real quick. Interesting matchups. Buffalo at Chicago. I don't know what the weather looks like, but I'm hoping that 
there's snow there. That would make things interesting. Buffalo uh, sitting in the number one seed in the AFC at the moment, but Cincinnati is only one game behind. Uh, the Chiefs are tied record-wise, so uh, very meaningful for that team. Uh, Chicago stinks, and uh, they are eight-point home underdogs to Buffalo. Um, I haven't seen what weather looks like, but, you know, we'll be watching. Uh, New Orleans, Cleveland stinks. Houston at Tennessee stinks. Seattle at Kansas City. Seattle needing a win uh, coming into this game at um, at 7-7. Seven and seven. Still in the playoff hunt, but not clinched at, as of yet. Um, that would be a bad loss for Seattle. Uh, they are, well, it wouldn't be a bad loss. It would be a, a tough loss for them. They are 10-point road dogs in Kansas City. Kansas City getting a lot of snow between now and then. I don't know what Saturday looks like, but um, I know there's there's a lot of snow in the area, so something to watch for. Uh, the Giants at Minnesota. The Vikings coming off of that heroic comeback last week. Uh, Giants come in at 8-5, and five, very much in the playoff hunt. Need it. Um, although could probably lose this game and still make the playoffs, but Vikings 11 and three pretty much set in their, in their role, um, as the two seed in the NFC, uh, one game up on the 49ers who come in at 10 and four, but unlikely to catch the Eagles. So we'll see if the Vikings, how they approach this, this game much more meaningful, um, to the giants, giants, four and a half point road dogs. So. Vegas still isn't high on the Vikings, even after what they did last week. I don't know why you would be based. It wasn't a great performance. Let's just say that. They were they were a nightmare in the first half. Cincinnati at New England, a game that kind of like the Dallas, the Dallas-Philly game has had a lot of the wind taken out of the sails uh, because the Patriots are 7-7. Seven and seven, um, And that tough loss last week, which would put them much more in the picture. Cincinnati, though, coming on strong. 10-4, as I mentioned. Only a game out of first place in the AFC. Um, I don't know who owns the tiebreaker over the Bills at the moment, but Cincinnati looks to be coming on and playing their best football. They are only, well, they're three-point road favorites in Foxborough. Detroit at Carolina stinks, even though Detroit's coming on. Uh, I would imagine Detroit is a pretty heavy favorite. They are, no, they're a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. So for all the talk about how great they are, they're only two-and-a-half-point road favorites against a terrible Carolina team. Um, Detroit coming on, though. We'll see if they can continue their winning streak. Their their schedule down the stretch is pretty soft. They've got a chance. Atlanta goes to Baltimore in a game that doesn't really matter. I don't believe Lamar Jackson is playing. Um, Baltimore has, has been disappointing of late. Um, they lost last week without Lamar Jackson. They're 9-5. and five. Still very much... Uh, looking like a playoff team, though. And uh, it's always nice when Atlanta comes to town because they're trash. The Commanders go to... That's it for the noon window, by the way. So there you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in the early window. That's pretty good. We got Octobox. Octobox action, baby. Uh, in the early window on Saturday. That's Christmas Eve with your family. That's probably... Now it, it gets a little tougher to justify. Well, not really. So then your 3 o'clock games. Let's just keep moving. The Commanders at San Francisco. Um, that's a pretty good game with a lot of implications. 
the commies are seven and six. San Francisco, as mentioned, 10 and four. They've already clinched the uh, NFC West. So they're pretty much stuck in their playoff position, although they could move up over the Vikings with a loss, uh, but unlikely to move down. Uh, they're also looking to get more reps and time for Brock Purdy. So we'll see what they come at. Um, the, the line on this game is... Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong lines. Uh, the commies are seven-point road underdogs. So San Francisco favored by a touchdown at home. Commanders need this game to stay in the playoff hunt. After, uh, and so we'll see what happens there. That's fairly meaningful, but it's certainly not the main event. The main event is Philly at Dallas, your Dallas Cowboys uh, in the 325 window. This this game law, it obviously loses a lot of momentum based on the Cowboys choking the shit out of that game last week. Uh, without it, the Cowboys would be right there in a, a meaningful way with a shot at the first seed and a chance of the NFC East. But now, they're eh, pretty much cooked. Um, Cowboys, a six-point home favorite. That line has gone up. I, I believe it was like two and a half earlier in the week uh, that Jalen Hurts, obviously, worth about a field goal uh, in Vegas. So Cowboys, a six-point home favorite in that one in a game that, Cowboys are also sort of in a weird place because they are unlikely to move up or down in playoff positioning. Um, currently, they'd be looking at a first-round matchup against the struggling Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which would be a perfect game for the Cowboys to lose to the greatest quarterback of all time, even though his team is 6-8. and eight. Uh, Yeah, a lot of the luster has gone off of that one, but... That's the big one. I'm sure it'll still get a big number. Christmas Eve, 325 uh, Central Time. Uh, the late game stinks. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh, um, 715. The only interesting thing about this game is it is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, uh, the most one of the most famous games in NFL history. Uh, certainly one of the most famous games played between these two teams. And then Franco Harris died two two days ago. The, the the man who caught the pass and ran it in, the hero of the Immaculate Reception, um, sadly passed away two days before his the 50th anniversary of one of his greatest achievements. Kind of sad. I'm sure um, we'll get a lot of emotional uh, stuff in that game. If you're into that sort of thing, it'll be a big, big number because it's a Steelers game. That game, by the way, on NFL Network, not on NBC, though it's a night game. So Keep your eyes open for that if you're looking for it. Uh, Sunday, there are three games on Christmas Day at noon. Green Bay at Miami in a game that Miami really needs. Green Bay's season is pretty much cooked. Uh, they are not yet eliminated, but they're 6-8. and eight. They're pretty much done. Um, Miami, on the other hand, has been reeling of late. They've lost three in a row. They're 8-6. and six. Uh, A loss here would put them in major jeopardy uh, making the playoffs. Uh, so that one's meaningful. Uh, and it'll be fun to watch Christmas in Miami, not. I mean, the whole country's getting snow, and we're, we're going to have to watch a game in perfect conditions in Miami. Um, do with that what you want. Denver goes to the L.A. Rams. Again, we're playing in a dome in Los Angeles, so no Chris, no fun Christmas stuff there. That game is an absolute dog. That's at, at 3.30. And then the night game, ugh, Tampa at Arizona. Again, in a dome. I don't know what they were doing on these. Like, play these games in the snow. At least make them fun to watch. Um, man, that game stinks. So, 
your Christmas Day schedule. Get your football in Christmas Eve. That's That would be my advice for you. Because there's meaningful football Christmas Eve. There is almost no meaningful fo- football Christmas Day. And then we've still got a Monday night game, which is also meaningless, essentially. The Chargers uh, go to the Colts. The Colts are obviously reeling. They are a disaster after last week. The uh, The Bolts certainly need that win to stay in playoff contention. Um, but you, you're not going to get me to pay attention to that one. I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint you guys with the, uh, the lack of hard-hitting analysis there. Um, just for fun, we'll look at the playoff standings. If the playoffs were to start before the action this week, the Bills would be your number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Kansas City would be the two seed. Uh, Kansas City would be looking at the Chargers. Or no, they would be looking at the Dolphins in the, the first round, the wild card round. The Bengals would face the Chargers. And the Titans and Ravens would play uh, in the game that no one would watch. Although more people would watch that than any NBA game in history, essentially. Uh, in the NFC right now, your teams, Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Giants, Commies would be your seven playoff teams. So lots can change there. Lots of teams. Uh, Detroit and Seattle both at 7-7, seven and seven, just a half game back of the Commies. Um, we'll be watching. The bowl games are going on. They're not very exciting. Uh, there was the New Orleans Bowl last night uh, in which Western Kentucky boat raced uh, Southern Alabama in the first half. I believe they were up 33. Let's see. I think it was up 33 to 3 or something at half. Um, 31 to 3 at half. And uh, South Alabama finishes their season 10 and 3. Western Kentucky 9 and 5. Uh, looking at the the rest of the bowl schedule coming up, just so we're, you know, just so you got some other things to look at. Um, schedule. I know tomorrow, uh, December twenty third, a big matchup for those of us who are interested in that sort of thing between uh, Missouri and Wake Forest, an ACC SEC showdown uh, being played uh, in the. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl played in Tampa. Uh, Also today, if you're listening, Thursday, Baylor at Air Force in Fort Worth. Uh, That's kind of fun. That's that one's that one's worth putting on if you're if you got nothing else going on at 6:30. I don't know if I'm looking at Central Time or Eastern Time to be honest with you, but uh, I think it's Central Time. And then uh, Louisiana at Houston doesn't matter on Friday. Wake Forest and Missouri doesn't matter either. Let's just be very clear, but I'm interested. Saturday, Middle Tennessee at San Diego State. That game stinks. There's no Sunday game. Monday, there's New Mexico State at Bowling Green. That game stinks. The following Tuesday, there's four games that all stink. Other, Well, three games that stink and one game that's okay. Wisconsin, who fired their coach, uh, goes to or faces Oklahoma State in Phoenix. Uh, for whatever that's worth. That's at a baseball stadium. So, I mean, no rank. We don't see a ranked team in action until next Wednesday. That's number 15, Oregon at North Carolina. And a game that should be pretty good. That's the Holiday Bowl. Anyway, so not a whole lot to talk about in the world of college football. There was National Signing Day yesterday. I I can't begin to pay attention to that. I saw that Alabama uh, signed the top class, unsurprisingly. uh, The NIL world people are either mad or angry uh or happy or whatever 
at the NIL situation. Um, it's bizarre. And we'll see the uh, NCA has named that they are going to hire a new president. Uh, I believe the governor of Connecticut. I may be wrong about that. Some New England state. Um, so we'll see if they finally figure something out. I won't imagine they will. But we'll see. NIL. Uh, the other hilarious thing, speaking of NIL, was the quote from Dabo, uh, Dabo Swinney, um, yesterday. We built this program who said in a press conference, I wish I could play the, the audio for you. He said that his program has been built on NIL, God's name, image, and likeness. We built this program on NIL, Swinney said. We really did, and it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We built this program in God's name, image, and likeness. He was real proud of that one, too. What an idiot. Idiot's probably the wrong word, okay? He's not an idiot. Just what a smug jerk. Like, really? You think that Clemson... I I don't even know where to start. You you have to watch the clip and see the smug look on his face, how proud of himself he is after getting that one-liner off that 95% of people in the country are laughing at his face. Because I'm sure God is looking down on Clemson and Clemson alone. Clemson, whose best season, uh, he had a total pervert at quarterback. And people are mad because players are making, getting seven figures, even though coaches have been getting seven figures for a long time. So regardless, the NIL thing will continue. I don't have anything smart, funny, witty, or insightful to say about it. Um, I'm happy for college college kids to get the bag. I wish they couldn't transfer as easily. That's generally my position on this. Uh, I have no problem with anybody getting money. Um, but there we are. And until next time, that's it for uh, us. Oh, I forgot to mention the most important thing. You guys know Sober January is coming up. Dry January, whatever you want to call it. Get in the game with Early Bird CBD, the best early bird product, the best CBD full-spectrum hemp products out there in the world, both gummies and tinctures. Earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code ALGO, A-L-G-O, to save 20%. Stock up now for Dry January. I'm ready Locked and loaded. You should be too. And that's it. Uh, check out mine to Micah. Check out Micah's Free of the Week. Uh, say what's up to Brad. See me tonight at Smith and Walensky. I will buy you a drink. How's that? And until next time. Mm, bye-bye.